Hello, I'm Kevin Barrow, a partner based in the UK in Osmond Clark's International Workforce Solutions Sector team. And I'm here today with my partner, Thomas Leister, who leads the firm's Workforce Solutions Sector team in Germany. The increase in use of non-standard employment models around the world continues apace and we're here today to talk about one aspect of that which is the way that more and more companies are using the so-called professional employer organization or PEO and employer of record models to simplify the employment of staff in new territories they want to move into or their people are going to be working from. Of course this practice has grown enormously during the COVID pandemic. Um, these models usually involve a third party employing your staff in countries which are not your main operating base and then lending those employees to you. Sometimes this model is used by companies to keep costs down when setting up in a new country and sometimes it's done as a way of engaging the increasing number of remote workers that companies are using, especially since the start of the COVID pandemic and globalisation increasingly over the last few years of the sourcing of talent. In either case, it avoids the cost and delay of having to set up a local entity to employ the workers and register for tax and all that sort of thing. These models PEO and employer of record are common in the USA as a way for certain types of employer to minimize administration and costs of running their own payroll and benefits function. Under the typical US model, the PEO uses a co-employment contract to engage workers and supply them to customers. As the so-called co-employer with the customer, the PEO takes care of the administrative aspects of the employment, such as paying payroll tax and dealing with pensions and Medicare benefits. That leaves the employees to actually work for the customer who exercises control and supervision over the employee. Through co-employment, the PEO becomes a registered employer for tax purposes by filing payroll taxes under its own tax identification number, as a legal employer, the PEO is responsible for withholding the corresponding taxes and social security contributions. So Thomas, what are the risks of using this sort of model, PEO and employer of record across Europe in countries like in Germany? Thanks, Kevin. Yes, co-employment services have been common in the USA for a long time. But the problem is that in Germany and most parts of Europe, there is no direct equivalent of the US model. The use of PEO models is in fact unlawful if it's not properly implemented in countries outside the USA. The first problem is that from a regulatory perspective, the PEO model creates a risk of hidden employee leasing, which is prohibited in Germany and a number of other countries. This is because outside of the USA, most countries do not legally recognize co-employment. That means the PEO has to adapt a different model an employee leasing model. Under this, there's only a contractual relationship between the personal service provider, the so-called lender, and the employee, the so-called temporary worker. The personal service provider then lends the employee to the end customer as part of an employer of record service. The trouble with this is that employee leasing is a regulated activity in countries like Germany. 
So in Germany, for example, the PEO must comply with the German Employee Leasing Act. Otherwise, both the PEO and the customer may be subject to fines of up to 500,000 euros. There's also a risk that the courts will deem there to be a direct employment relationship between the customer and the employee by operation of law. The German Employee Leasing Act repeatedly causes three particular problems. Firstly, the PEO as a temporary employment agency is obliged to grant the temporary employee the essential working conditions, including pay, applicable in the customer's business to a comparable employee of the customer for the period of the assignment to the customer, so-called principle of equality. This can be difficult to ascertain, especially if a comparable employee is not available. Also, there is a maximum assignment period for temporary employment. The PEO may not assign the same temporary employee to the same customer for more than 18 consecutive months. The customer may not allow the same temporary employee to work for more than 18 consecutive months. Thirdly, a license is needed and many PEOs fail to obtain this license. Similar rules will apply in many other European countries and companies which use PEO or employer record companies which are not on top of these rules face their suppliers being closed down suddenly, the risk of employees not being paid and some liabilities passing up to the end customer. Well, well, thanks, Thomas. T tell us, I mean, I know you had a few years ago uh, a big issue in, in, in Germany. Tell us about a PEO being closed down in Germany that you had experience of. Yes, that's correct. Um, one US PEO company was closed down in Germany for not having a license. We came in to advise and have resolved the problem, but it was a very difficult time for a few months. Kevin, what other problems do you see with PEO and employer record models in the UK and Europe? Well, you yeah, know, well, thanks for that little insight to what you had to deal with. And, and we've seen PEOs be closed down in the UK and in Scandinavia as well. So it's, it's not just in Germany um, and I'm sure it's happened elsewhere. And getting back to your question, well, the other key problem with PEO and employer record models is, is tax compliance. Um, the first tax problem is that some PEOs and employer record companies use tax evasion mechanisms to avoid paying income tax and social security in countries where the workers are based. Um, for example, some of these intermediaries have used split payment arrangements, paying a basic salary in the host country where the employee is working with the balance secretly paid into a bank account for the employee in an offshore tax haven, obviously tax free. We've seen customers face uh, criminal prosecution in Germany where this has happened uh, with directors being convicted of criminal offences under German tax legislation. It's therefore imperative to do spot checks on how workers are paid by the PEO or employer record and failure to carry out these checks may constitute an offence under legislation such as the UK Criminal Finances Act, uh, which requires companies to take reasonable steps to prevent tax evasion in, in their supply chain, such as when they're using companies to pay their staff. You know, one other thing that can't be discounted is that, you know, this could all involve money laundering. 
PEO companies operating in certain parts of the world may well be uh, channeling funds in a way that breaches money laundering uh, laws and uh, you know that needs to be checked out as well. However, from a tax perspective, possibly the bigger issue is that even in the PEO or employer of record company is paying income tax and social security payments relating to the leased employees, there's still the problem that use of the PEO model could mean that the customer has a permanent establishment for corporation tax and VAT purposes. In other words, even if payroll taxes are being paid by the PEO, or employer record, the customer may face corporation tax and VAT liabilities for failing to register and pay those taxes in the relevant country. This permanent establishment liability will apply if the leased employees are involved in certain types of role for the end customer, or work in some sort of designated office, or in some sort of, in some countries, if they're there for more than a certain length of time. Many companies which use PEOs and employer of record companies overlook this and think that as long as payroll taxes are dealt with, everything's sorted. Well, that's not right. Um, if you overlook your obligations in relation to corporation tax and VAT and are using a PEO company uh, just to pay people, um, then, then you as a, a user of the PEO uh, could be deemed to be committing a criminal tax fraud and so could the PEO or employer of record company. Another key point which isn't tax related is that use of a PEO or employer of record model um, can severely compromise your ability as a, an end client to enforce confidentiality provisions and intellectual property rights provisions against an employee who you fall out with. And it could prevent you from stopping your ex-employees taking your confidential information and your inventions to a competitor. So if you use a PEO, you do need to make sure they've got that sort of thing and your right to sue the employee tied down as tightly as possible. Okay, thank you, Kevin. So while we obviously understand the attractions of PEO and employer record models, and they can definitely work if set up properly, there can be real problems with the model and used outside US. And we have seen a number get closed down without much warning, including here in Germany. Obviously, the lesson of all this is not to assume the PEO or employer record model is a simple answer to your problems. It may work, but it needs to be structured properly and you need to make sure that legal and tax risks are covered. In the worst case, there may be criminal liabilities. And we're also seeing uh, use of PEOs and employer record companies come up as a risk factor in M&A deals we're advising on and private equity investments. Investors are nervous about the potential liabilities they will inherit if they buy a company which has used certain types of PEO model. And this is coming up a lot post pandemic. So if you have any questions about this and what you need to do to have a safe PEO or employer of record model, please get in touch with with us or your normal Osmond Clark contacts and you know we or they would be happy to discuss this further. We've got experts in every 
major country and we collaborate a lot and exchange information about best practice in this area. So thank you for listening and I hope that you enjoyed it and look forward to some of the other podcasts we're going to be issuing in the next week or so.